Hey everyone, this is Bruce and Crystal Westfield. Welcome to the Marriage Grind Podcast. Welcome everyone. I'm Bruce and I'm Crystal and we're back with the Marriage Grind Podcast. And you know, today in this pandemic and this confusing and uncertain times, there are so many things that are going on and in marriage and in the family and in the household that, you know, we just, Bruce and I just thought it's a great time for us to come on and share some hope, share some strategies, some things that we're doing in our household to get through this time because we, we know that we've been in quarantine for about three weeks now. Yep. And we don't know how long it's going to last uh, for sure another month, um, but we don't know what it's going to look like. And there are a lot of uncertainties in what's going to happen, confusion, um, financial strains, things like that that are on families. And so we're here to just offer some hope, some strategies and some ideas to help get you through. And I, while you were talking, I was just thinking about just some of the memes out there where you know, people say, oh, my gosh, I'm stuck at home. I got to figure out who I'm married to again. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think it's funny because, yes, that's true. I mean, if you've been disconnected or if you've been that person that's kind of had one foot in, one foot out, this is probably a challenging time for you because, yeah, you have to get familiar or re-familiar with your world that's inside your home again. And you got to get to know the people all over. And, and I can imagine social media you know for a lot of people probably on social media a lot mm -hmm. TikTok, yeah. um people looking at the news and we don't want to uh, be just like any other person that you listen to but our goal today is just to talk with you about just some of the things that we're doing during this time to not just survive but to connect and to be on one page or one accord right yeah absolutely and you know, this this isn't a, a normal time, as you know, and so it, things aren't going to look like what it, your regular day looks like because no matter whether you're at home and you're considered um, non-essential or, you know, one or both of you are out in the field considered essential, it, this is a new normal time. We have to create new normals and what things look like, and that means adjusting and changing what we're doing as a couple and you know just being flexible and being open to change and growth and this is really an opportunity that we can really look at what's important to us and i think that's something that we're doing in our family yeah i agree so we just want to go ahead and share a few things with you that we're doing to help each other to get through this time and not that it's a difficult time for us it's a difficult time for the world but for us this is an opportunity for us to continue to be better for each other and to improve so we can add value to the to the person that we're married to. So um, let's go ahead and share. Um, good. I know that during the school year, you know, you like to put the kids to bed early, yeah. 8, 8.30. I'm more of a night owl, and it's <laughs> been challenging to, you know, to go to bed early, you know, because you're, you're a morning person. I'm a night right. owl. I like to be up at the way hours of the, of the night. And sometimes I could lose track of time. I think, and you know this, one time I think we ended up 
you know, me with the kids going to bed at like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I nearly had a heart attack on that one. You needed <laughs> <laughs> that freaked me out. <laughs> yeah, like I literally like looked. I was like, oh my gosh, oh we gotta go to bed. Your mom's gonna kill me the next day. <laughs> and we woke up. The, I woke up the next day, and you were like, are the kids a lot? Are they, are they sick? What's going on with them? I'm like, they're not sick. They just went to bed a little late. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, how late did they go to bed? Because I need to know. Are they sick? Did they catch the virus? <laughs> like, why Why are they still sleeping? And it's like oh, 10 o'clock in, in the morning, and they never sleep that long. Right. But I think that during during that period, you know, I, I, I knew that during these last, next couple of weeks or even the past couple of weeks, uh, there were going to be nights where we may not pay attention to the clock or the time because – the next day, they're not going to school. School's at home. So mm-hmm. I, I think with my wife understanding that, you know, this is normally the time where you spend time with the kids and you guys like to play video games, you like to watch movies, and I need to just learn to respect that time. And, and you know, having this difficulty during this time of, of the year where the pan- pandemic is um, – is really causing people to be stressed out and having to um, spend a lot of time with their kids and take their time with their homework and things like that. There, there are times where you need to have an outlet. And I understand that there are parents who don't have an outlet, but for those who do have a spouse, uh, I think it's important to understand that they're not going to do things the way you do them. Right. You know, and my wife, if it was all up to her, we would all be in bed by 9 o'clock, 9.30 <laughs> every day, we wake up early, we watch the sun come up, you know, we'd be outside, we wouldn't be playing video games, we wouldn't be watching a lot of movies, a lot of TV, which we don't watch a lot of TV, but I will say that because they're home a little bit more, they watch a little bit more TV than normal, which is okay, Like, but, but we're monitoring what they're watching, and I think it's important, even during what I'm doing with the kids, I think it's important that we communicate to our spouse what we're doing with the kids. Because if I was just doing that on my own and I didn't tell my wife all the stuff that I was doing with them, the way I was of the night, she'd probably be wondering, what are the kids doing? Like, what? how is their progress? What, what are they learning? Because my wife, not saying that I'm not big on the learning stage or the learning part of my kid's life, but. But that's my, that's more my gifting. Yeah, that's not my area of expertise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not in your expertise for me. But I do take it very serious. And that's why, like, when it comes to the learning piece, I understand my wife, she wants that structure in the morning with my kids to be able to do the reading that they need to do. Uh, they have their little chapel time because, you know, in the morning you want to tell them about what you do with, 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 the, with setting up the atmosphere. Yeah, well, I... It's cool because on our TV, there's different apps that you can download. And so I have the um, Bible verse app Mm -hmm. and it just it has soothing music and it shows scriptures um, continuously. And the soothing music just helps. They know like this is okay. Now it's school time. (laughs) It's time to do our work. Um, And then we also have the K-Love app. Um, on there and the children's we I've downloaded a bunch of children's apps uh, Christian apps and so in the morning when they're having breakfast if we're starting our day then I will have them watch a video 
of, um, you know, a Bible story. And then, you know, sometimes we'll talk in depth about it. Sometimes we won't, but it's just, you know, it's giving them time to, to soak in some of that because they're not getting that at school. And it's not to say that we don't do that at home anyways to where we have, but I'm trying to do something different. I'm trying to add, you know, add on to what their normal tea is at home and kind of merge between school and home and create kind of a different new normal. Um, and so, and then there's times when I do what we call chapel with the kids and, you know, sing and praise and worship and, um, discuss scripture and pray and then there's times when bruce does it and Mm -hmm. so then they just have time with daddy and so it's not that we all have to be together all the time because you know we also need to allow for our own solitude and separation um being in the house the kids have not been anywhere for about three weeks um almost three weeks now and so it's just you know it's important that we divide that time um and separate it and so you know, there's also flexibility in that. And I'm learning um, to be more flexible and not to be anxious about things because I realize that it is a marathon. Um, and yes, I love to have things scheduled um, and have those blocks. Um, but what's important, and I shared this in a recent blog post actually, but what's important is that we have blocks of of uh, themes versus blocks like specific times so okay right. we know that there's going to be self-care we know that there's going to be learning time we know that there's going to be reading time we know that there's going to be active play or games with daddy time mm-hmm. and that looks different i mean if you have to go to work um and you're going to work because it's not every day that you have off but not every day you work or sometimes as longer than others we know that we have to adjust that time because now they're like, yes, like I'm used to daddy time now. I'm used to that long time. So at some point we have to make sure that we have that for them because that's their new normal right now and they're really enjoying it and so we're cultivating that. And I don't even, and you, you, made, you made a point about it being a marathon. It didn't turn out to be a marathon at first. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was more of a sprint and then it's like, oh, I, I just recognize that it's a marathon now. So now that we're in this for the long haul and we don't know, when that is or when it's going to end, you know, this is the time now where we have to establish how we as a family are going to survive during this time because we can't depend on anyone else. We have to depend on ourselves. And and with that in mind, learning how to depend on your spouse to help you through this pandemic, it's going to be very, very important. Um, now that I think about just kind of what you were saying about flexibility, you know, flexibility looks different every day because, yeah. you know, some days we got it. Some other <laughs> days we ain't got it. <laughs> we need a little bit more grace. Right. We need a little, <laughs> a little more, more grace. Relaxing, resting time. Right. I mean, some days you wake up and it's like, okay, all right, I'm motivated. I got it. Let's get it. Okay. Let's get the kids up. Okay, um, you you need to go downstairs because I'm trying to do this with the kids versus some days. Well, maybe we could do that later and they can have daddy time this morning. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, well, we're going to have. But, you know, sometimes, you know, that daddy time might be longer than than normal because, you know, every day is different. Every day is different. Um, Mm -hmm. During this time, 
I've had to learn to appreciate my wife in a whole different way because, you know, I see the time that she puts in with him. I see how much she's invested, the energy, the focus, the sacrifice. And and I think that without being able to, to have this opportunity to see that, sometimes you can take that for granted. So I think it's important that during this time that we slow down and watch how we can appreciate our spouse and the things that they do, yeah. not just for our kids, but for you. Because when they're doing things for your kids, they're doing it for you as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they didn't have things to do or if they didn't do the things that they did, how much better off would your kids be? How much? And with your spouse doing the things that they are doing for your kids, how much time is that freeing up for you to be able to do what you're doing or what you want to do. That's what I think about. You know, if my wife didn't get up in the morning to do those things with my kids, I wouldn't have the solitude in the morning to be able to have to have the time that I have to do what I want to do. To have your coffee. Have my coffee. Because <laughs> a lot of times I, I get up and I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go do this. I'm ready to go do that. And I can't slow down. But this has forced me to slow down and to take in what's around me. You know, I'm looking at my kids. I'm appreciating, man, my kids are really growing up. They're, they're really developing. They're growing up to be bright young women, bright young girls. And then I'm looking at old pictures, reflecting like, man, they, <laughs> they're, they're, they're not that size anymore. Yeah. And during this time, I've just had to learn to appreciate my wife on a whole nother level. So... With that flexibility comes freedom. There's a little bit more freedom that you get when you have flexibility. Now, I'm not I'm not saying those people who still have to work, who have to go to work, who are considered essential to this to this world, to this country, you know, that you you know, just because you don't get the opportunity to do those things, that it's an excuse. Look, like I understand that you are in a difficult time and we appreciate your sacrifice on being considered an essential person because without you and your, and your hard work, you know, our country would still be worse off. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, but with this, you can also learn that even in a crisis like this, that there are still people out there who would have still been operating and doing the things that they're doing and they're forced to sit at home and learn how to be a man and a woman of God and a husband and wife all over again on a whole other level because you don't have the daily distractions. You don't have things that are causing you to have to get up early in the morning, two hours ahead of time before you go to work. And that two hours you're gaining back by being able to reinvest it in your family and your kids. But to all those essential people, I would just say, just pay attention to how this world is changing, you know, because without your sacrifice and without what you're doing, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing right now. Being able to spend the time with our family, our kids, and be able to rediscover our spouses again, have an appreciation. So in the middle of this podcast, I just want to say thank you for all of your work and your sacrifice. Yes, absolutely. And we we all are sacrificing something. And, you know, everybody 
everybody's forced to sacrifice something. And so this is a time and an opportunity to learn regardless of your situation. It's a time to learn and a time that an opportunity that you have to reflect and to take a step back and really look at what's important to you. And I will say that filling um, yourself with news and media and social media and all the emotions of other people is not helpful, is not healthy. I have been on coaching calls the last few weeks with people who are experiencing extreme anxiety um, because of all the talk. And even if they're not watching the news, it's, you know, other people really just talking about, you know, the specifics of things. And, you know, we were talking about something that, um, that we, you know, that I heard. And then I said, and then it was debunked, you know? And so it's just, there's, there's so much misinformation out there. Um, and so what you need to know, like for instance, even if watching no news or anything, we got an email from the school that was like, okay, uh, basically you're at home until April 30th period. So you, we would still know even if we saw nothing, even if we heard nothing. That's right. Now we have family members who are considered essential. Um, so they're out there and you know, they've, I've got, you know, family members who are communicating with me about different things. Um, so we would still get the information. But the point is, is that the more that we consume as adults, then, then it may cause anxiety and more stress yeah. with things that we can't control. And then what happens is that gets onto our kids. That's right. And our kids don't need to be stressed out. I mean, this morning I was just told the kids like, Hey, d uh, did you hear? <laughs> We're, you're home for another month. That's another four weeks. We, we got to stay at home because the sickness isn't, you know, all gone and the hospitals still need, you know, room. So we got to stay at home. They're like, oh, okay. You know, they really, yeah. that was it because we're not stressed about it. Now, does that mean we don't know what's going to happen? I mean, we're full entrepreneurs. We don't know what's going to happen with finances, but we trust God. And, um, you know, we look for opportunities to help people, to add value to people. Um, we look for opportunities where we can and we just roll with it, you know. Yeah. And I think more than ever, and this is kind of more like the last point, is that you must protect what type of information you choose to spread in your house. Yeah. Because it's easy to get misinformation. It's easy to just look on social media. It's easy to uh, look on the news and look at all the, all the news outlets and be consumed with all the information and just get overwhelmed. But... You have to learn, and this is where, this is where you take responsibility. This is where you have to figure out where should you be getting your information. What source should you be getting your information from? Mm -hmm. You can't just get it from anybody. You can't get it from Aunt Susie, that's on the <laughs> other side of the world, where everything is going crazy over there. Okay, because that may not be your reality right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you have to be mindful and be very careful on who you're getting that information from. I'll give you a great example. You know, for many of you don't that, that that do know, I actually enjoy doing Lyft and Uber. I decided to join uh, a community on Facebook where you know you get updates and you hear from people about what they're doing in the city. Well. I recently joined this group when I found out that this pandemic was going on. So I said, well, let me just find out what they're doing. And then, you know, I'll be up to, I'll be up to date on what's going on. 
Well, I quickly <laughs> recognized that these group of people, everybody is complaining. Everybody is complaining in the group. Then they're sharing articles from sources, from this place and that place. And, you know, one minute I'm catching myself looking at all the stuff. And then the next minute I'm like, wait a minute. That's not true. That's not true. And that's not true. And I said, why am I looking at this crap? You know, I need to protect my own mental health. Because if I don't protect my mental health, it's going to pass on to my wife. It's going to pass on to my kids. And I don't need to be be in all this. So I said, you know what? I'm not even going to look at all this crap. I'm going to get out the group. I'm done. Because I understand. I understand what's happening here. What I choose to take in impacts my family. And that's what I'm, I want to tell you today. We want to tell you today, be very mindful about what information and where you get the information from. Mm-hmm. Because... Your reality may not be somebody else's reality. We are all in this together, but understand that we all have different realities here. Mm-hmm. We all have different things going on in our life. And just because one thing is happening to another person, it doesn't mean it's happening to you. Right. So just be careful. Make sure you spend the time with your family. Make sure that you're taking good care of your mental health and what you choose to take in, the information you choose to take in, Because what you take in will eventually come out. And it's important that you take care of yourself during this time because your future will thank you for it. Yeah, and and use this time as growth opportunity. These are opportunities. You know, looking at it from a positive side because there are things that, lots of things we can't control. Um, And so focusing on what you can control, which is your attitude and how you handle things. Um, what you do now so now's the time to strengthen relationships to love like you've never loved to add value to people and you know that means you can send a text you can send an email a phone call whatever it is to strengthen those relationships that you have because really that's what matters most we're all depending on each other and as we see we're all interconnected we're all interdependent of one another and that's the only way that we're gonna break through. Um, that's the only way the economy is gonna break through. That's the only way that our marriages are gonna break through and our families are gonna break through. So now's the time for growth. So I would say seize that opportunity and change your perspective if you're not growth-minded in this situation right now. Well, we wanna thank you for joining us on a Marriage Grind Podcast. Uh, we've got a few other episodes coming up, but make sure you hit that subscribe button, like us, so that way you can continue to get notifications and updates from us so you can continue to be encouraged to be a best version of yourself and and add value to your family. You got any last words, babe? <laughs> no. <Nope>. Bye. <laughs>